Today, we're going to talk about how we stay connected and on the same page as each other through all the challenges of juggling work and homeschool and just life in general. We've tried a lot of things through the years, but the one thing that has stuck the most has been our weekly Sunday night priority session. You're listening to Creative Rhythms, episode number four. Creative Rhythms is a podcast about learning how to intentionally design the rhythms of our home and work so that we can live a meaningful story. We're inviting you into this process. You can think of these short episodes as little glimpses into our late night conversations. The ones where we think deep, get creative, and ask the hard questions. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here. So when we were first married and didn't yet have kids, I think I probably would have laughed out loud at the idea of something like this. I'm totally a type A planner, but life was just, I don't know, more spontaneous and we just didn't like need to plan around a lot of things, right? Yeah. It's the young phase where, you know, you like to kind of have the most amount of flexibility. Yeah. And it just felt, it felt simpler. So if that's you and you are in that season, That is great. Enjoy that season. This has been just something we've learned over time um, that if we want to plan and tackle life's greatest adventures side by side with each other with a few kids and dogs and chickens and businesses all added to the mix, then we've wanted to make sure we stay in sync and still like work effectively as a team. Yeah, I would say too, it's just come out of a need of realizing life's complex. How can we figure this out and do it well and thrive at it? So here's a quote from a marriage therapist, Marsha N. Berger. She says, the art of marriage is really the art of keeping up to date with your partner, of staying on track with your own and each other's life goals as they emerge, exist, and change. It is about supporting each other and staying connected emotionally, intellectually, physically, and spiritually. Do you want to know what can help you stay connected on all those levels? (laughs) For us, it's totally been this, our Sunday night priority session. So this one's a really practical episode. So grab your pen and let's get into it. Okay. So starting just with the basic logistics, you're going to want to find a time that works and write it in stone (laughs) or whatever form of stone you use. If it's not on a calendar, it's just not going to happen. At least that's what we found, right? Yeah. The meeting has to be scheduled. Yes. So put it on a calendar analog, digital, one that you'll both agree to. And I personally set a weekly alarm and we have like digital and synced Google calendars so that we see that. And then that alarm that I have reminds me every Sunday night at 9 PM that our meeting, Ray doesn't love that word, (laughs) that our priority session is happening. So when we're around each other, we both like hear that and we just know it's the plan and it's super simple. It sounds like it can be complex, but it's just a simple logistical thing. Systems like this just help to make habits actually form. Yeah. Like we've probably talked about too. There's, I, I guess I don't love the word meeting because it can feel like, oh, I'm just doing this like, like work. maintenance well, or Especially work. for us too, where we're like, we have meetings and they're work related. So it's good to have like a little bit of a difference. Yeah. And some of you out there might think that way, but what we're going to get into is half of it is logistics. The other half is um, really Big talking picture. about like, what do you, what's, what really matters? How can we listen to each other? And so we'll go into that more, um, but it's, it's both in. And if you can kind of communicate, like w- this is going to be help, help both kind of types of people, I guess. Yeah. And that might be something that, you know, that in, 
in and of itself is going to be hard to like, I don't really want to use the word convince, but like to have to be able to pitch this in a way that your partner is going to want to do something like this. It's yeah, that might be tricky in and of itself. Do you feel like we had that situation? I don't really remember. Well, it can be. And I guess if you think of like what Kind of if you break it down to like, what are our personalities? What are our love That's languages? We're what just different in that What way. like makes us want to connect? What makes us feel connected? Mm-hmm. And if you can both kind of understand that in each other and say, hey, I'll, I want to do this because it helps me know the details. But then my spouse might want to know this more because it helps them just connect emotionally. Yeah. So again, it's both of those things um, yeah. or or it's more than just kind of one dimension. So if you can kind of. Um, meet in the middle. On, yeah, on it a, shouldn't just be for one of us. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of defeating it, the it's whole. It's a multi-layered purpose. meeting time. Yeah. So anyhow, you just find that day of the week that it works for you. It might be like the end of a rest day for you. For us, that's what it is. And so we have that mutually decided upon time to talk, and um, just feels like the fresh like start of a week will beginning be beginning. And when we do this, we make sure we don't have any distractions around or kids. Sometimes that's like one in the same and that we know the length of time that we're both expecting each other to be physically and mentally available for, because sometimes, I don't know, we've had some late where we started late and we're like, I'm done. I can't, it's 11 o'clock. Like we're done, done. So it's just good to be like, this is the start and kind of approximate end time. Um, but in general we're night owls. So Sunday at nine works really well for us. But yeah, if you're not a night owl, Sunday at seven, yeah, you pick (laughs) your time. Two, whatever (laughs) time you want to. Okay, so quick overview. In this meeting that we'll call it a session, just to be nice, we'll call it a session. Um, We're going to do three things. So we'll go over the details of our weekly calendar, and then we're going to work through a checklist of what matters. So we have a template that we use. We'll share a little bit more about that. And then um, we're going to get into deeper questions that just naturally come up. It's allowing a space for that, which we really, really love and are big fans of. Um, Let's talk about the actual meeting first, right? Do you have thoughts on, yeah, just like strong preference towards digital or paper for a calendar usage. Did we ever have an issue with this? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's calendar can work really well, especially if you're people do have an issue visual. With yeah. We've dealt with this with a lot of people yeah. through coaching that there are strong preferences on yeah. how our calendar is. Yeah. Our own anyhow. Sorry. Yeah. So there's no right way for sure, but digital certainly has the edge in that it can sync better between the two of you and kind of be somewhere else. But I guess paper is the edge in that like it's visual. And, and so, for kids, it's yeah. super helpful to have something like that be visual. Yeah. And so it could fridge. be, it could be a combination of both in some way, something that you print out. Yeah. So anyhow, create your good selling points, pitch that to your spouse, but be ready to compromise too, because it is the goal here is to find something that's going to work for you, for your family um, as a whole. And then practically speaking, separate from our list of weekly questions, which we'll get into that in a minute, um, we both just glance at our Google calendar then because we are looking at the same thing and we make sure we see the big items for the week. Like we've worked through any logistical challenges that we might need to. Um, We just bring up like, this is happening. Did you know that? Because it really only takes us, what, five, 10 minutes to do this part. Sometimes a little bit longer if we get into the weeds, but it's a proactive way to keep from running into those th- like issues of, I, I, how did you not know that? <laughs> or like, I thought you knew that it's on the calendar. Anyhow, that way you're just looking at the same thing, right? Yeah, totally. 
So next we're going to evaluate our family culture and values and make sure that our calendar is reflecting that. This just helps us think like big picture, right? Like making sure that the people and the events that are highest priority get the recognition on your calendar. And we have really specific questions that we ask each other to help make that happen. Like, for example, we'll ask who do we want to have over for dinner this week? Or who do we want to grab coffee with? Or who do you want to give a phone call to? Or Yeah. yeah so it just becomes relational in that way. Like that's really important for us personally is like that we're doing this regular, that we're meeting out up with people and hanging out. And so that may be a little different for you, but this is kind of a space too, to talk about like what matters to us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then also kind of the other question that I see a lot of it framed around is like, what are our needs? Yeah. What are my needs physically? What are my needs emotionally yeah. and, and with each other? And how can we kind of talk through that? And what are our kids needs? Because that also is a big kind of way that we shape our week. Yeah. And if those need to be a calendar item, then that gets put on the calendar. Like we might just thinking of kids too. We might need to have a time where we just can tell we need to hone in on one child and they want to come with to dad's haircut or something like that. It just helps to plan ahead for that week. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, totally. And it's, it's funny how like without a meeting, we can easily kind of miss these Mm -hmm. needs. We can miss the the like important parts, but like even just having the space to think through like, what are my needs actually? Mm-hmm. Cause, cause it can be like, I might not think about those. Sometimes without, we don't get asked that enough, right? Yeah. Without that prompted question. And so, yeah. yeah, it's really great. Yeah. So on that note too, we'll create those rhythms of communication just by having a regular time that we know we're going to meet together. And it's really, really easy for us <laughs> as partners in business and marriage and then parenting and homeschooling to just unknowingly create rhythms where we're not communicating clearly. And so this for us personally has just become our super proactive take on not becoming ships in the night. Even thinking of how, when we coach people, it's, it can often be, uh, he's talking about marriage coaching. I forget how much we've talked about this at this point. Um, it's often kind of one of these issues that comes up is not having a kind of a mutual calendar, not having a mutual time it's to talk about a big one things. Yeah. And, uh, and so that, yeah, that's kind of why we're offering it as, as something that really is important and really helpful mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. So a side note though, too, is if you have a regular date night or a night where you just want to keep things like fun and lighthearted, this is like not the night for it. <laughs> so intentionally bringing up issues or deeper conversations like that on what a date night would be just kind of can ruin the vibe. Don't you feel like that? And so I think we have kind of decided like, let's make this a separate time from a regular date night. Even if we get into deeper questions, that's okay. But like the logistical side of us just makes us be like, let's not bring that into date night. Right. Yeah. And it, this can be more like maintenance. I think of it in that mode Yeah. Um, where you, it's, it's not that things need to be like there, if there are big issues, like it's maybe not best to avoid those because they don't fit in the framework. But at least when you kind of look at it as like date night holds a certain space for kind of talking about like mm-hmm. just enjoying being together Yeah. versus this is like a little bit more maintenance, but a little bit more like what are the important things and uh, connecting as well. Yeah. 
So that said, we just use this as a different time to go over a few things. It's where we get into the details and that big picture and just gives us the space to conclude any, maybe start, maybe conclude some conflicts that have possibly arisen during the week, but we maybe just didn't have the space or the capacity even to deal with it in the moment. We can defer in like a healthy way to saying, let's talk about that on Sunday night. Right. And then we know we're both going to show up for that. Yeah, totally. Um, the, the marriage therapist that I quoted earlier, Berger, um, says to include these four components in a meeting, appreciation, expressing gratitude to your spouse, chores, making sure to do's are done, planning for good times, which is like scheduling date nights, as well as individual and family activities, problems and challenges, addressing conflicts, issues, changes in the relationship and life in general. And I feel like we cover that in our own kind of like format, um, not in those specific like checklist ways, but it just kind of all gets covered as we're talking about our calendar and our big ideas and mm-hmm. goals. Yeah, totally. And we, it's hard to not talk more about just good ways to communicate. Um, but this is something we, Did we have a whole season we, worth of that. We live in this conversation and we can't wait to talk about that later. Yeah. Um, good ways versus bad ways, but, uh, we'll just kind of hold that thought for now. Maybe not just bad ways, but not not constructive not yet or productive yeah. <laughs> yeah there are a lot of bad patterns that we've we've uh worked through and learned better ways and so yeah yeah so if you i mean you might be thinking like we have a great marriage then this will just help enhance and magnify it we have seen this like through our own experience with it but also if your marriage has been struggling the meetings that you plan any you know even once a month something like this to gain a regular structure can really help get your relationship back on track. I don't know if you have specific reasons or ways that you've loved it, Ray, but I feel like I've been very surprised that a not type A, like more free spirited person has enjoyed this so much. Like me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, some, some weeks it is a little bit, not the most exciting thing on my calendar, but it's on your calendar though. There you go. It is on it's my calendar. On your calendar, <laughs> but it's and that's that's I think when it's when it gets collapsed into simply like this scheduling yeah. of the week, then it's totally boring. Yes, but that's kind of a good good space then for me to talk about like, hey, how can we make this like also a connecting time and like a big ideas time? Well, it's funny that you say that because to me, that is like a love language that I'm like. Thank you for connecting over our calendar. <laughs> a love language that you feel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you're more like the second half of it of like dreaming and ideas and needs and communication. That is way more fulfilling to you to like get to that second half of Yeah, yeah. And it's like for you, it's it's very practical. Like how can I kind of get these all done efficiently? Yeah. And, and I just feel safer when I know like this schedule is planned. Like we know our ideas and we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's like more, it's, it's better when it's slower, when it's more drawn out of like the, now that we finish the practical end, like what can we do to kind of talk through big ideas or, yeah. or other kind of maintenance issues that we kind of haven't addressed or things we feel that we kind of want space to say, like those to me are, are the things hanging in my mind that I hope to accomplish. And when we can accomplish them, they, it really feels like that this time is productive. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love it. I've heard it said of like a Sabbath or a day of rest as sort of a reminder to yourself, like I can do anything throughout this week because I know I'm always only at most six days away from a Sabbath. And so we kind of think of this in the same way of like, 
Worst case scenario, you know, if there's an undealt issue, I'm only six days away from making sure that doesn't continue on unnoticed. Hopefully, if it's bigger, we deal with it earlier. But when we create spaces like this, I don't know, we just have the opportunity to pick up where we might have left off on big and small things, right? You feel like that's kind of how we've used this? Yeah. And I I mean, thinking of it that way, if you, you know, like there are times when we kind of have hot moments. <laughs> I, don't wow. to, I don't mean that. I don't know where like, you're going with this, Ray. <laughs> but like heated moments in the week where like things are. I thought you meant in a positive way. Where, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, um, no, just moments. We're not getting during, into that for a moments in long the, time. In the week in. Where uh, we kind of have snags and, and they they kind of go unresolved. And so at least if you think, you know what, like I'm going to wait until Sunday and then, then really kind of have time to process this and Mm -hmm. then hopefully be able to make headway on that. It, it, um, it gives enough buffer in a, in a good way. And then also something kind of, uh, to be like, I'm going to resolve it at this time and 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 not wait, not wait longer and not do it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we're going to wrap it up with that. We, If you guys want to join us in this rhythm, we do have a free download for you. You can create your list of o- your own list of questions if you want. And that would probably be really helpful for you to you know, go through and ask on any given week. But we do have this list that we walk through. Um, basically, the template is like if you had an hour of like all these certain categories time, what would you do with it? And then questions to get deeper into how to connect through the week. Um, we ask about dreams and top needs and yeah, that's the part that Ray likes, but it is super, super helpful just to stay connected. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to end with a final quote from Roman stoic philosopher, Seneca. I had to look him up. He kind of, I was like, how old is this? This is really old. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste a lot of it. Life is long enough and a sufficiently generous amount has been given to us for the highest achievements if it were all well invested. But when it is wasted in heedless luxury and spent on no good activity, we are forced at last by death's final constraint to realize that it has passed away before we knew it was passing. So it is. We're not given a short life, but we make it short and we're not ill supplied, but wasteful of it. Life is long if you know how to use it. That quote is also widely attributed to Joshua Becker from Becoming Minimalist, by the way. But I'm pretty sure that older guy was the first one to say it. That's just my guess. Seneca. And uh, like always, feel free to reach out to us with any comments, encouragement, or questions. If you got more to add to this, more great things you could add to our set of questions. We'd love to um, hear it. You can do that at podcast at rayandkelly.co. Thanks so much for joining us. Mm-hmm.